Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Tuesday, June 11th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, even though the Mississippi River has crested at St. Louis and smaller upstream communities, the high water will remain for a while. So cleanup will not happen right away. We can't really do much until the water level recedes back into the natural river banks. Uh, or maybe just a few feet above flood stage. St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis examines how Alton residents are dealing with this round of flooding. First, the news. A judge's ruling will allow Missouri's last abortion clinic to stay open for at least 10 more days. Circuit Court Judge Michael Stelzer has ordered the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services to decide whether to renew the St. Louis Clinic's license by June 21st. Here's St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Phantom. The state didn't renew the clinic's license after several independent clinicians declined to be interviewed as part of the annual inspection. Planned Parenthood sued the state. Lawyers called the inspection process an open-ended investigation and a violation of proper licensing procedures. The judge said without a firm decision from the state, Planned Parenthood couldn't appeal to the Administrative Hearing Commission. That's a government board that solves regulatory disputes. Colleen McNicholas is an OBGYN at the clinic. She says she doesn't know whether the ruling means the state will make additional inspections now. We're sort of in completely uncharted territory right now, and we have seen that this, the Department of Health feels like they can navigate this in whatever way they want to. The judges kept the clinic's license in place until he makes another ruling. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. A Democratic senator says her party could make gains because of the passage of restrictive abortion legislation in Missouri. Governor Mike Parson signed the measure banning abortion after eight weeks of pregnancy. At least two groups are seeking to get voters to overturn the legislation in 2020. Senator Jill Shoup says Democrats running for office next year should not be fearful about bringing up the abortion ban as a criticism of Republican governance. The Creve Corps Democrat says that posture could pay dividends in state legislative and congressional contests. I think that what people want most from us is to be our genuine selves. What are we willing to stand up for and support in Jefferson City or in Washington, D.C.? Who are we and what do we stand for? Shoup made those comments during an appearance on our Politically Speaking podcast. You can hear that interview online at stlpublicradio.org. Governor Parson has signed a roughly $30 billion budget outlining state spending for the next fiscal year. The spending plan includes $50 million for bridge repairs and another $50 million for a local cost share program. It also pumps $60 million more into K-12 public school funding. Colleges and universities are each set to receive at least $1 million more. Harris-Stowe State University's president is moving on. The historically black college in St. Louis says Dewan Warmack has accepted a job as president of Claflin University. That's in South Carolina. Warmack has led Harris-Stowe for five years. He expanded the university's enrollment, academic offerings, and fundraising. But the 162-year-old public institution also struggled to improve a below-average graduation rate, and a state audit this year found some poor bookkeeping.
It took the Mississippi River weeks to reach crests in Grafton, Alton, and St. Louis. The high water levels, second only to the Great Flood of 1993, will take time to come down as well. St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis goes to Alton to learn how residents are coping and when they expect the community to possibly get back to normal. Right now I'm standing next to Alton Visitor Center and the floodwaters have really impacted the building. You can't really walk up to the center because the water has made its way up the steps. It's right next to a wall that is separating the floodwaters from the rest of the downtown area. And a lot of the downtown area businesses are still open right now. Hi, I'm doing well, how are you? One of those businesses is the Shea Maryland, a restaurant that opened in 1999, only six years after the Great Flood. Employees and volunteers like Ray Foraker, whose wife works at the restaurant, are working hard to keep the water out. The water is coming in under through the ground. It's seeping up from the water pressure of the river, pushing it down, and the ground's already so saturated from all the rain. It just comes up into basements, and we got at one time, we was probably about seven foot deep. Amazingly, the restaurant has stayed open throughout the flooding, but they're not seeing as many customers as usual. It's kind of slowed the business down quite a bit because some people were afraid we wasn't open and there'd been so many rumors going around that this had happened, the flood wall gave away. The Mississippi River is expected to stay at major flood levels at least through the week. And while residents in Alton are no strangers to flooding, the crest last weekend is the second highest of all time and just a few feet below 1993. That means the flood wall the city built to protect its downtown is going to have to hold back water for a while. Right here we're on the, the lowest end of the uh, wall, which would be the highest elevation in the city, therefore we don't have to build it as high. That's Robert Barnhart. He's Alton's director of public works. He says it will be a while before they can think about cleanup since the river will recede only about eight inches a day. We can't really do much until the water level recedes back into the natural river banks, uh, or maybe just a few feet above flood stage. The Illinois National Guard is still on the ground in Alton and other communities along the Mississippi and Illinois rivers, keeping an eye on levees and flood walls. Upstream in Quincy, the river crested more than a week ago, but flood protection like sandbags are still in place. Mayor Kyle Moore is hoping the federal government will help reimburse the cost to both the town and the county. We're very hopeful, and, and you know, I know the governor's already declared, uh, you know, declared it a disaster area, so really now it's making sure that, you know, we document all of our costs and work together to identify, you know, how we can get reimbursed. Back in Alton, city officials hope to see the city in a better place by the 4th of July, in time for their big annual celebration. But Shea, Maryland got a bit of a head start. Ray Foraker says the restaurant held a big party the night after the crest. The owner of the place said, I'm having a, I'm having a band. It's, they call it the Hell or High Water Band party that night, and they had a fantastic turnout down there. I mean, it was just unbelievable, the amount of people that was here. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Maria Altman edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association 
committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.